0: Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing amazing. How are you? Well,
1: you know what? I'm a little anxious right now because it's back to school, and my daughter is going to kindergarten for the first time in about a, a week. Oh and I, gosh. it's it's a crazy time. I'm, I'm a little stressed.
0: I'm a little overwhelmed because it's such a milestone, you know? Totally. All the feelings, I'm sure. I'm not yet there with my twins, but we were talking about this today. I'm like, I already have anxiety thinking about that because... It's so exciting. It is a milestone, but there's a lot of feelings. (laughs) There's a lot of feelings. Do you remember some of your... Like, what's one of your favorite memories? Back to school. To me, it was always such an exciting time. So one thing that was really special was I would always go with my mom and my sisters to the mall and plan, like, our back-to-school outfits, and we spent... Probably way too much time like deciding everything, putting them out on our beds <laughs> the night before because he wanted to look cool the first day. And yeah, that's what I you just, do. I remember that. And it was like a bonding time. It was fun. And yeah, I just love that. So, what about you? Um, I remember getting a lot of the
1: school supplies. I loved Lisa Frank. Do you remember Lisa Frank? Oh, yeah. That was, like, the thing. I mean, you wanted Lisa Frank, like, folders, binders, pencils, pens, uh, pencil boxes, backpacks. And I remember just picking out all my school supplies was, oh. like, a really special time.
0: That's so nostalgic. I wonder if they still make Lisa Frank. I love that, too. Like, I think they do. I've
1: seen. Maybe we should get some. We should. Just so, you know, for the nostalgia uh, mm-hmm. aspect. Um So I talked to Kylie from Kylie Ann Coaching about... Not only is it a stressful time for kids, but how to get parents through this time of back to school, because it can be so stressful on everyone,
0: right? Totally. Absolutely. I mean, kids, I know they get nervous and they have those feelings approaching the first days coming up to it, this new school year. But I think as parents, sometimes we take that on even more just yeah. because, you know, it's our babies going off to school and we, you know, we just want everything to go so smoothly. So I love this interview. I think this is so great. It's so true. She she gives us some great tips on how
1: everyone get through a back to school time. Let's take a listen. I am so excited to introduce you, our guest of the day. I'm talking to Kylie Ann from Kylie Ann Coaching. Kylie, thanks for joining us today.
2: Yes, thanks so much for having me. It's so fun to be on this with you.
1: Oh, we just love having you back. You, of course, have been on before. You're our go-to for parenting stuff too, and, and, and moms and coaching and all the things. So right now back to school time, either your kids are going back to school pretty soon, maybe they're back to school already. It can be so stressful. And we're always thinking how we can make it easier on our kids, which is very important. But let's talk about today. Let's start with what tips you have for making back to school time less stressful for parents. What tips do you have for us, Kylie?
2: Yeah, I love that question, because I think we do focus so much on the kids. But really, I think it starts with parents. Like if we can get our stress levels down, then our kids are automatically going to respond better. So for me, what that's looked like with back to school in the next two weeks is first like visualizing what I wanted that to look like. And so I sat down and journaled like, okay, what do I want to look like? I want to get up before the kids and have my stuff done. And then I want to, you know, have breakfast ready for the kids and I want to be able to walk them down. And so I first had to visualize so I could like prepare what that's going to look like. And then from there, I created a routine to match that. So if I want you know, the mornings to be calm and I want to be able to have everyone ready so that we can walk to the bus stop, then that means I need to have a routine, like a morning routine for me and a morning routine for them. So everybody's on the same page and we can like check down the list and have enough time to do all the things we need to do in the morning. Cause the morning is packed with so much stuff
1: before school. It could be crazy. It can be crazy sometimes. And you have three kids, so you're balancing a lot, right?
2: Yes. And they're all in different schools and different ages. So it, it adds to the crazy a little bit.
1: So make sure that your mornings and you have kind of a plan because mornings can be one of the most stressful times. Okay, what about for kids? How can we make it less stressful for our kids?
2: Yeah, so I think the number one thing is to talk positively. Um, One of my daughters is pretty upset because she didn't get into the teacher that she wanted. And she's the best teacher in school. Everybody knows it. And I was obviously upset too because I requested her and I wanted her for her. Sure. But I wasn't going to start saying like, oh man, that's not fair. That's not right. That I was like, you know, instantly went into, oh my gosh, but this teacher is so fun. And I heard that she does this. And I talked to so-and-so's mom and she loves that. And yeah, it's a bummer you didn't get her, but you can still see her in the halls. And you know, like, obviously I'm not going to invalidate that she's disappointed, but I'm not going to start being negative or being sad. So talking positively is huge about all the things they're excited about. And on all that, um, I, I like to have a hype up song in the morning. So like Let's get excited. Let's get pumped up. Let's get ready to go. And then just knowing their individual needs. Each of my kids is different, like knowing their love language or like what, what helps them when they're anxious or stressed. So whether that's spending quality time with them before school or making sure they have a good breakfast, just like knowing each of their needs and preparing them for what's ahead.
1: That's so fun. I want to be in your house in the morning having that hype up song. That's (laughs) a good time. (laughs) Well, you know, but you try to make it. We do, we do our best, right? Well, and I like how you said you validate her feelings because that can relate to many situations as our kids get older. You know, they're going to have difficult situations. We want to validate their feelings. And I like how you said, let's put a positive twist on it and look at the positive sides because there always is.
2: Yes, there always
1: is. That's a really good point. Okay, why do you, I mean, I think as parents, we understand that it's so stressful. Why do you think, let's break it down, this time of year is so stressful? There's just
2: so much. There's so, so much. And, and it falls on the parents, and it falls on the teachers, and it falls on, like, there's, you know, we have to have new clothes, which I don't know why we made this thing where every new year, like, they're still fit in the clothes. Why do they need new clothes? But we make this this huge deal. They have to have all these perfect outfits. <laughs> it's they have to true. have clean clothes. They have to have... Um, they have to have all these new supplies and it's funny because when we went to school you know the supply lists were long and it seems like now it's like we just need this community like Kleenex box and this community alcohol so we still go crazy we go down the Walmart aisle and we get all the crayons and all the all the things in there we get new everything we get new shoes we you know there's all of that and then there's the emotions that come with it there's like the stress of is my kid going to go good for school? I have a kid that really struggles with school, struggles going to school, struggles staying in school, struggles learning in school. And so it, that's I have PTSD is the start of every school year. Like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be hard. I, how do I, can I prepare emotionally and physically in all the ways? So I think just physical, financial and emotional stress on parents, it makes it hard. It makes it a hard time.
1: That's so true. And like you said, just starting a new year, my daughter starts kindergarten this year and it's such a milestone. I'm so excited for her to be able to go on this adventure, but there are milestones for parents, right? Where you're like, it's a reminder Mm -hmm. of that time is moving forward. So it can Mm -hmm. be hard. Now I know that you are great at creating routines and this is a great time of year for routines. Why do you think it's so important?
2: Routines are just, it makes it so it's not like every day we wake up and like, now what do I do? It's like we wake up and we have a plan And for my kids, I reward them like you guys can watch a show before school if you're up and you do this, this and this and this. So for them, it's fun because they get up and they do the routine. And then they if they have extra time, they can watch a show or they can read a book or they can play with friends or whatever it is. I mean, Probably for the first couple of weeks, they're not going to have that much time to do extra stuff. But as the year goes on, when they start waking up earlier and getting used to the new schedule, it becomes fun for them. So a routine just helps with order. It helps making sure, you know, they're brushing their teeth, they're brushing their hair, they're changing their clothes, all these important things. And I'm not making them like, you know, do crazy chores before school or anything like that. It's all basic stuff. But when we put it into a routine, it becomes like an automatic habit. And it's less of this like mom or dad just. Pulling them out of bed and forcing them into mm-hmm. brush their teeth and forcing them to change the clothes and all of that—that's
1: that's so true. Every morning pulling them out of bed, every mm-hmm. parent can relate to that. And as parents, adjusting our schedules to fit with what our kids need can be hard. So it's good to have routine. But what can we do better um, ourselves about adjusting our schedules if needed?
2: Yeah, so I work from home and so does my husband. And so when back to school comes, it's it's a different season and it's a different schedule for us. And so for me, as I'm solely, even though we both work from home, I'm still solely the one who like changes the schedule the most because his is, you know, more of a nine to five situation and mine's more, I work for myself, so it's different. So for me, I have to adjust my schedules around my kids' schedules and kind of set boundaries for myself. Uh, with summer, work is a little bit more flexible because you know, it's a little more just in general, it's a little more flexible, but with school, I want to be available before school and I want to be available after school. So when they, right before, you know, getting them ready getting them on the bus, getting them pumped up, getting them excited. And then when they can't, They they get home, I want to be there, the first person that they see, talk about their day, have a snack before they go out and play with friends. So for me, I need to first look at my kids' schedules. I look at their school schedule, and I kind of block off the hours. Okay, I need to be available here. I need to be available here. And then I go to their sports schedules, and I block off, okay, I want to be available here and here. And then I kind of fill in my schedule where the blank spots are. So I can still work a lot, but I have to adjust that to work with my kids' schedules so that I can be available when I want to be available. And that's going to look different for every single situation and every single person. Cause not everybody's going to be available before school or after school, but maybe mm-hmm. there's after work that hour, okay, one hour, I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to, I want to be available for that hour I get home from school or, or from work or whatever it is. And it's going to, it's going to change per person. But I think that's really important when we have back to school because um, our kids are used to kind of that more flexibility of seeing us when they, when they can, but when we're in school and we're in work, it's hard. We don't have as much time together. So making sure you have those like hour blocks here and there where you're blocked off for your kids needs, I think helps a lot with that.
1: Yep. Cause you know, that's going to come up. <laughs> so you're going to need yep. to block that off. Even if it's just like yep. 15 minutes, half hour, hour. Great. If you have it, that's, that's a really good tip. Um, how would you suggest we help our kids balance? Cause okay. So you have school during the day, right? Then you have homework mm-hmm. when you get home then extracurricular activities, school, with friends also how do you balance everything
2: it's a lot and I think this really will depend on each kid I have one kid that wants to <clears throat> go 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 she's an, a part of everything she wants to be in all the extracurricular curricular activities she wants to go to after school club and do her homework there like she's just very social and then I have another that gets really overwhelmed if he doesn't have like time after school and so the days he has piano or the days he has a sport, he gets really frustrated that he didn't have his free time. So I think first knowing your kid and knowing what they need is important. And then second, just having that balance of, okay, you can have free time after school three days a week, but if you're going to have that free time, then I need you to either choose a sport or a music that you can be a part of or something like that. So for me, that's kind of how I've negotiated with my kids. My one who doesn't like extracurriculars has to pick a music and a sport mm-hmm. um, and then he can have free time. And I don't care how much free time he has as long as he's doing his homework and he has his extracurriculars and he's practice, you know, but I'm not just going to say, oh, you don't like extracurriculars. You just can play video games after school every day. Um, so it's a balance and it's hard because each kid's a little bit different. Um, and it's a fight for some kids and it's not a fight for others. So knowing your kid and just setting like, w- like your minimum requirements, I think is is helpful.
1: That's a really good point. Know your kid because they're not all going to be the same. We've got to remember that. That's really good, Kylie. How can we help our kids if they're feeling anxious about going back to school? Because I notice kids more and more these days, um, even six-year-olds, five-year-olds can have some sort of symptoms of anxiety. How can we help them?
2: Yeah, I happen to have one of those very anxious kids. And I don't know if she's always had some anxiety and she's diagnosed, you know, anxiety disorder and actually ADHD as well. Um, So she has some, you know, some, some big feelings and big emotions and back to school was hard for her. And the hardest part was that she went back to she started school in 2020 in the pandemic. So Mm. she had masks and you know sit six feet apart she had all of that when she started and I think that has heightened for kids all across America with um going back to school I think there's just this heightened like fear and it was it was a hard time the last two years to go back to school um so so we have that so with her um there's lots of things we've done to help um one roping if you have an anxious kid roping in the counselor or the teacher is really helpful um because the they know that they're a safe person too so I think what's hard is at home they feel safe they feel secure and then we send them off to school with a new teacher or new friends they've never seen before and they just don't feel like they have a safe person so if you can find that safe person at the school so that they feel like okay if I'm feeling not feeling well or if I'm feeling anxious or those butterfly feelings or those worried feelings I have someone I can talk to Because if they don't, then they're like, I need to go home. I want to go home to my mom. Like, they just don't have that safe space. So creating a safe space at school is great. The counselors at schools are great. They're literally, this is what they do, is help kids feel more comfortable. Um, For us, one thing we've done, and this is not a plug, but it's been amazing, is a gab watch. You can do a gizmo watch. It doesn't have to be a certain company. Mm -hmm. But a watch that they wear to school So that if they're feeling anxious, they can call home and just talk. And I think a lot of times just being able to hear my voice and say, hey, mom, I'm not feeling good. And I say, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go back to class. They say, okay, love you. Bye. She doesn't need me to come pick her up. She just needs me to know how she's feeling. So she doesn't feel alone in that. And I think that's important.
1: Oh, that's really good. So they don't feel maybe they need to go completely home. You know, they have a safe space at school, someone to talk to, watch, maybe they can call somewhere, someone they can talk to at school. That's really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Speaking of safe spaces at school, how can we as parents help make our homes a safe space for kids to feel okay after long days at school? That kind of slump when they get home.
2: Yeah, that's a really, that's really important. I think one is just giving, holding space for. How they're feeling. I think some kids will come home just drained and they'll be more sad. They'll cry because they're just so tired. And especially in the, these first few weeks and the younger grades, they'll come home, they'll just be exhausted or they'll come home and be a little bit angry or moody or whatever. And just like kind of holding space and be like, oh man, hard day. Like, I want to talk about it. If they don't want to talk about it, just being there, allowing them to just have the feelings instead of like, go to your room that's not acceptable you know like going straight to the consequences because mm-hmm. a lot of times when kids are coming home with these kind of mood swings or whatever it's because they just have a lot of emotions built up they've had to be in school all day they're exhausted and so one just allowing them that space to have the feelings we have a sign on our wall that says it's okay to fail and then there's all the different faces sad mad happy angry and if they're, you know, having outbursts, they need to feel those in their room in a safe space. They can't feel it in the front of the living room, you know, in front of all their friends or whatever, but they are allowed to feel those emotions and just being able to let them feel them. And then afterwards, just like really talking to them, like, I'm sorry, you felt that way. Instead of being like, you're in trouble for feeling this way. I'm sorry, you felt that way. What can I do? Was it something that happened at school? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want me to just sit by you and just kind of letting them feel and being sitting in in that with them.
1: Yeah, that goes back to what you said in the beginning, validate their feelings, which is Mm -hmm. so incredibly important. We can so rush to, hey, you know, you shouldn't be mad about this. You shouldn't be sad. Go to your room. You're you're so right, Kylie. It's like we got to validate what they're feeling. Nick and I first noticed this when Amelia started preschool. She would come home, and it was like she had the best day, and then on the ride home, we just noticed a mood swing, and then she would just be in the worst mood when she first got home. And this wouldn't happen all the time, but once in a while. And we were frustrated at first because we didn't know how to handle it. And then we started seeing it as, well, she's comfortable with us. And we're her safe space. Mm-hmm. So it's comfortable for her. And if you look at it like that, that, that helped us to see, you know what, we're her parents. And that's why she's able to um, show her emotions to us. So we, you know, we're, we're her parents. and This is why she's so comfortable. Yes, I love that. That's so true. And as parents we look at, you know, and you've given us so many good tips in this podcast, Kylie, but maybe one more. How can we help our kids have the best experience at school this year? Is there anything else that you want to add?
2: Yeah, just in general, just prep, 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 emotionally prep. Like, um, you know, when you're feeling sad, you can do this. When you're feeling happy, like I you know, just like walking them through scenarios and walking them through what that's going to look like. But then the physical prep too, like laying out their clothes the night before and choosing what they want for breakfast the night before and maybe have a calendar of like, this is what we're going to eat for breakfast. This is what the week looks like. This is what days you have extracurriculars and just showing them what it looks like ahead of time. I think the more we can prepare ourselves and our kids for the weeks ahead, it's going to feel a little bit more manageable for them and for us. And it's just going to flow so much smoother, the more we prepare them for that.
1: That's so true. That's it. are you're, you're smoothing the year out already for us, Kylie, with just the prep. I think that's so important and starting the day off in a positive way, doing that hype up song. I'm going to do that anyways, whether it's school day or not, I'm just going to do that. That's really good advice. Um, and if we want to get a hold of you, Kylie, and you help so many moms with coaching, tell us a little bit quickly what you do and how we can find you.
2: Yeah. So I am a coach for women in business. So I, um, I have been running a business for 12 years. I have a photography business, now a coaching business um, that's kind of just expanded into a whole team of women. It's really incredible. Um, and through that, I've learned how hard it is to run a business as a mother. And I, and I would invest in coaches and they would teach me like how to go in and how to hustle and do all this stuff. But a huge part of that was how to balance, you know, my home life. I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I always wanted to be there for my kids. And now I was away so much working and doing all this stuff and I wanted to have balance. So I kind of filled in that spot once I kind of figured it out, um, what I wanted of of a coach for myself. So that's what I do. I coach moms in business who are running service-based business, how to grow, how to outsource, how to adjust their mindset, their systems, their marketing plans. I'm a big marketing person. So that's what I do. And I love it. I also have the photography business, the team that I run. And and that's really fun too. We mostly work with brands and um, like commercial clients from all over the world. It's super awesome.
1: You're doing it all. Look at you. And we follow you best. Is it best on Instagram?
2: Yes. Follow me on Instagram, Kylie and Coaching on on Instagram, and you can find everything you need right there in that bio.
1: Okay, you're awesome. Okay, and we like to wrap up our interviews with what we call the Fresh Five. So, quick five questions. Just say what's off the top of your head. Are you ready?
2: I I hope so. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sunrise or sunset?
2: Oh, sunset.
1: Chips and dip or chips and salsa? That's tricky.
2: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to, well, is the dip guacamole? Uh, let's say chips and salsa.
1: Chips and salsa. Okay, good. Uh, do you like to travel all the time or stay home?
2: Oh, both. I'm like half and half because like once I travel a lot, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to stay home. But if I've been home too much,
1: back to travel. Balance, right? Balance. Okay. Yeah. Um, dishes or laundry? oh yikes laundry laundry and uh your least favorite food last one coconut coconut you're like no thanks <laughs> i don't want it <laughs> well kylie it was a joy talking to you today thank you for all the parenting tips one more time tell us where people can follow you
2: awesome thank you so much you can follow me at kylieanncoaching
1: okay you're the best kylie thank you so much and thanks for listening to fresh off the set please rate review and subscribe and we will see you next week